Dads. Hello, welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I'm your co-dad, Jared Schmansky. With me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, how you doing tonight? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy? Oh, buddy. I took a nap. <sighs> I wasn't planning Ooh. on taking a nap. Took a nap. I needed a nap today. Uh, I should have taken one. Didn't sleep last night. Stayed up. Uh, caught in all the tension with Ukraine. It is tough. I. It's a good place to start tonight because I... The world's a pretty crazy place right now. Pretty crazy place. It is. Yeah, I was... Uh, I couldn't sleep last night because I took a nap. And uh, I was like, ah, I'll just listen to the news. So I had my headphones in, laying in Cora's bed, listening to the news uh, and playing Pokemon. They were talking about Ukraine. And then all of a sudden, they were just like, Russia's there. Like, Yeah, they just invaded. While I was listening, it was crazy. That's nutty. Interesting. I uh, I went to the Red Wings game last night, and I came out of the Red Wings game, and my phone had like four notifications like, uh, yeah. Yeah, Russia just marched into Ukraine. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think I won't spend too long, but uh, this I studied this in college. Um, So I have a little bit of knowledge of the of the uh, tensions before this. Um, And honestly, I think it's just, you know, Putin remembers the Soviet Union as like this great power and an empire and wants that back and ukraine like i don't think enough people realize that the head of the soviet union was in ukraine not in russia Mm. like uh like that's where they would go um like uh whoever i almost said gorbachev but it wasn't gorbachev whoever was there during whoever was the premier during chernobyl was in kiev already when Chernobyl went oh, off, okay. right? Because that's where they would go. So, like, it's it's been right. a pretty big crux of of Soviet life for a long time, and uh, I think it's that's just like their thought of like we got to get that back. Uh, and I think the reason mm-hmm. it freaks people out so much is because the last time somebody did that was when Hitler marched into the Rhineland, right, and took the Rhineland back, and that started World War Two. So, um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Pretty nutty out there. It is. It's pretty wild. Um... Yeah, what a world. Uh, are you drinking anything tonight? I got uh, winter wake-up tea because I got four hours of sleep last night and they were not good hours of sleep. Yikes. My son Yikes, is just determined to murder me, I think. I think it's in his blood <laughs> that he's decided that uh, he's just... He, he's not going to let uh, anybody... He's not going to let anybody sleep anymore. So... Uh, what a guy. And then he took two naps today. Because he was so tired. Oh. Oof, that's rough. I dropped him off at Katie's mom's, and uh, he like was literally falling asleep at nine or at eight thirty when I dropped him off, like falling asleep. Uh, so she went and took him to nap like right after, and she said he fell right asleep, and then he fell asleep again at two. Didn't even fight it. Didn't even like roll around wow. or shake his head. He just was like, "Yeah, okay, it's nap time." Closed his eyes, fell right asleep. Uh, Same time. So, so that's nice. He got two naps today, Joe. How many naps do you think I got today? Okay. Uh, is the answer zero? The answer zero. I got zero naps today, so uh, oh, that sucks. You know, it's nice. So now I'm drinking caffeinated tea at 7:45 at night. But yeah, why not? What, what are you drinking? Well, I wasn't gonna have a beer because again, I took a nap, and I knew if I had a beer, it would just make me very sleepy. Oh again. yeah, 
Oh yeah. But then you told me the topic, and I said, "Well, when in when in Rome? Well, more like when in France, uh, or when in when in New Orleans, when in New Orleans, New Orleans." Uh, uh, so I have a dirty blonde, and I have a lot of dirty blonde. She's a wheat ale with orange peel and coriander, which is just a fancy name for cilantro seeds. It is true, and and you're the one who taught me that, and I hope you take that yeah. forever because I love cilantro. Which means I probably like okay. coriander a lot. Probably. I couldn't imagine the people that think cilantro tastes like soap. Couldn't imagine it. I don't get it. It's in everything I love. How do you, yeah. how do you go to Qdoba or Chipotle? What do you get? Nothing? Because they put Nothing. cilantro on everything. Yeah, it's in the rice. It's in the rice. It's in the chicken. EA Games. EA Sports. EA it's in the game. EA Sports, I put that shit on everything. <laughs> uh i remember one time and i don't think kayla says this anymore she's like it kind of tastes like soap but i like it i was like now i'm just confused now, uh, was Cor- was kayla the uh the kind that like when she said a dirty dirty word she like said it on purpose so she could eat the soap probably see maybe man that's one of those yeah well joe i got a topic for you today yeah i got a topic now, we're recording this. It's going to go out on, on February 25th. And that means by the time we have another episode, we will have entered into Lent. Uh, if you're Catholic, okay. this is your reminder that Lent comes up next Wednesday. Uh, if you're not Catholic, but you enjoy eating a lot, this is your reminder that Tuesday is Fat Tuesday. It's me, baby. Hey, oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, me too. I cannot wait. Actually, Katie called me this morning and I was very tired. So I said no, but uh, we didn't order any punch keys. And she said today's probably the last day to like order them. If we actually even like our local oh, donut like spot. Perfect stop like spot uh-huh. to get punch keys. Honestly, we've talked because so for a little background for the rest of the listeners, my wife works in a uh, city that is very historically um, Polish and very Polish. like very Polish. Not so much anymore, um, but like yeah. one of the oldest po- oldest Polish churches in the in the country is in this city. Like it's very very historically traditionally Polish, and because of that, there's a really really good Polish grocery store called Srodix. Yeah, and Srodix, it does everything amazing. Like uh, here's a little side note: their horseradish, um, unbelievable. I know that's a weird um, thing, but th- I mean it's unbelievable. Uh, they got Polish sausage, which is unbelievable. And then they also go all out on Poochkeys, right? Like they just oh. go all out and they, but they sell out months in advance, months well, sure. in advance. Uh, and Katie's even like occasionally like said, Oh, do you want me to run over Strodix and see if I can get some Poochkeys? And one, what, this was before we had kids. And I was like, yeah, you know, just run over there. See, there was a line around the block at like Insane. four o'clock in the afternoon, a line around the block crazy can't believe it so uh we we are not ordering poochkeys from srodix but they i think they deliver them so maybe next year maybe next okay. year i can we'll get some delivered you know in a pinch you can always they, like kroger always has some knockoff yeah. ones our donut our donut store up the road does like a version hmm. but i'll be honest i don't know the difference between a poochkey and a like regular stuffed donut no 
to me, it's the glaze. Well, okay. I guess there's punchkis that aren't glazed. I would prefer the glazed punchkis. I prefer glaze um, everything, so. Yeah. Um, and I think they're just a little bit fattier. Like, yeah. You know, just well, and that's... More butter in them. That leads into our little history talk. So we'll give a quick, brief history of a punchki. The punchki was originally made so that they could get all of the fat in before you go into Lent, right? So you just make this super sugary, great, fatty, great, great thing. Yeah, I think like the original ones were like two thousand calories uh, per, like punchki. Yeah, just knock out a daily caloric right intake there. in one go. What right there? That's all you need. Uh and so which is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so back to the original topic, which is it's Mardi Gras coming up on Tuesday, Joe. Oh, that's insane. Real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Kay. Hold on. Okay. 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 What's your go-to punchki flavor? Mm. The fruit is a traditional kind. Yeah. So I go with raspberry. Raspberry is my favorite. I love raspberry punchkis. Mm. They're so good. Um, I'm, I'll, I'm convinced strawberry too. Strawberry's up there. Blueberry. Strawberry Low key blueberries. Blueberry. Mm. I love a good custard. Though. Mm-hmm. I do love a good custard. Now, if you ask me my favorite donut, it's Boston cream, which is like custard filled, like with chocolate on top. Yeah. Uh, and that's my favorite donut. I get them every time. Uh, so donut talk out of the way. Okay. Get out of here. Donuts go home. Count donut. Wasn't even here to talk about it. (laughs) It wasn't even here. We'll transition into Joe. Give me your, give me your Mardi Gras vibes. I brought up the top. I told Katie, this is what we were going to talk about. She goes, Joe feels like a Mardi Gras guy, but there's two different kinds of Mardi Gras people, I think. Yeah. Right? There's the bro Mardi Gras that go for, like, you know, the naked women, right? Yeah. Like, that's, they go for the naked women, right? Uh, and then there's the actual, like, I like parades and floats and, like, the actual celebration. Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the category you fall in. So give me your, give me your Mardi Gras vibes. Um, I definitely, I love people. Yeah. Right. So Mardi Gras seems like it would be one hell of a bash to go to. Um, I do dig the costumes and floats and all that at Mardi Gras. Uh, I, I feel like that's my vibe. Very mellow. Maybe back in the day when we were young, uh, um, college, younger, it would be like very broy. Yeah. But uh, but I tell you what, it's nice that people look down in New Orleans. Man. We'll go on record to say we're a fan of New Orleans on this podcast uh, for fan. for a couple different reasons. Joe is a spooky man. We've all talked. We, it's this is known, and there's no spookier place in the United States than New Orleans. Oh, like it's totally. bar none the spookiest the spookiest town in 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 the in the country. I like New Orleans because they just don't stop. They just don't, don't stop. stop. They just don't. It just keeps going forever. Like, I, I don't know where these people get the energy, but I remember. So the first time I ever went to New Orleans, we actually went to Gulf Shores, Alabama for spring break. Uh, okay. A couple of our, uh, me, Florian, DeRosia, like uh, our friends went to Gulf Shores for spring break. Swung over to New Orleans, which is about a six hour drive from uh, Gulf Shores. Okay. But we were only there for one yeah. night. It was the last night of the trip. That's this is we were just gonna go. None of us had ever been to New Orleans. We we're like, we gotta do it. Yeah. Swung over to New Orleans before coming home. We get there. We're going out at like 
we're walking around and just happen into a just like parties at like three o'clock in the afternoon, right? Yeah. And then it's three o'clock in the afternoon. People are drinking, hanging out. Another nice thing, uh, the March Madness tournament, which is a basketball tournament show, um, mm. was yes. on. So like people were out enjoying sports and stuff, which was cool, like that. And yeah. then we went out at like ten thirty, and it was dead. We're like, this is really weird. Like at why? Night? Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, people don't really like come out until like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> what? What did you just say to me? Like, yeah, people don't really like start really coming out till like one o'clock in the morning. And then right, you just, get the dinner crowd. Yeah. And then, and then they go the take a nap crowd. and then they come out at like midnight. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of town is this? And then they're up uh, till six, seven a.m. I asked a bartender. I was like, oh, man, what time do you guys close? And he goes, whenever. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's just whenever people go home, six, seven, whenever people go home. Crazy. What? I So. Just people don't stop. Love New Orleans. Big New Orleans fans here. Big New Orleans. We should do a dad talks just on New Orleans and I, our favorite things. I do want to hear. I, I want to hear about the spooky side, uh, because yeah, I've amazing. I've gone. I had to go there for work one time, which was is is still cool. Not as fun as going for pleasure. Um, yeah. And they took us on like a spooky bar crawl, and it was not spooky at all. It was all fake. All of it was <laughs> fake. Uh so. One thing that Mardi Gras is known for, or that New Orleans is known for, is Mardi Gras. But let's yeah. back up, Joe. Let's back all the way up. And I mean back it all the way up to the okay. 1500s. Whoa, that's, that's backed up. Backed all the way up to the 1500s because that's where this bad boy starts. All right. So, you being a celebration man, a, a parade man, you ever heard of Rex? R E X? No. So it's part of Celebration Carnival down in uh, Brazil. Uh, and then also they do it in Mobile, Alabama, which I'll get to. And basically it's they take this large ox. Now it's paper mache and a float. And it's right back in the day. It was an ox and big old ox. big old ox. And they would carry it around the town and then murder it, you know, in, in the of middle of the town, because that's what you do. And then yeah. sinners would be washed clean of their sins after bathing in the blood of this ox. Right. Because that's what you do. Uh, happens that's where mardi gras starts interesting so obviously when it was still very pagan in the uh i guess middle ages europe that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um christianity was just starting to come on and that's we talked about this with christmas they took on a lot of the pagan rituals and this was one that kind of stayed because you don't eat meat on uh, during Lent. Back in the day, it was much more strict. Now, nowadays, Catholics just don't eat it on Fridays. But back in the day, you didn't eat meat at all during Lent, just fish. Mm. Um, and so this would be the last big meat meal. So they would right. the, they would parade the ox around the city, kill it, and eat it. And that was the last last meat meal they had for forty days, forty nights until Lent was over. So that's where it starts. Um, it passed. It was in Rome and Venice, and then made its way to France and it stuck in France, which brings us to today. So I practiced this name for a long time. So you, I'm probably still going to mess it up and I want you to stay with me. All right. Perfect. On March 2nd, 16, 1699, 1699. Remember that. What a year. I mean, beautiful year. The wine that year, just phenomenal, phenomenal weather. 
beautiful. It was an El Nino. <laughs> March 2nd, 1699. French Canadian explorer Jean Baptiste Lemoyne Sieur de Bonville arrived. Nailed it. Thank you. That best take I've done all day. Best take I've done all day. Very proud of myself. Arrived at a plot of ground 60 miles directly south of New Orleans and named it Point du Mardi Gras. Okay. When his men realized, and he named it that because it was the eve of Mardi Gras when they showed up hmm. uh, of this celebration, right? So then he moved on and uh, established the, the Fort Louis de Louisiane, right? That becomes Mobile, Alabama in present day. This fort. Very interesting. I didn't, I, yeah. I don't know the rivers and waterways of Louisiana, probably as well as I should, because like you should know that, you know, just generally, right? I don't know if you should. I don't know why you would need to. Well, I won't go into it on this podcast. Maybe on the next murder podcast, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so he, he established that in 1702, and then in 1703, the signing settlement of Fort Louis de, Mo, de la Mobile. I don't know why they changed the name, but they did to Mobile. Uh, celebrated America's very first Mardi Gras. So, celebrating their first Mardi Gras, Sorry, I had to move my thing around because I kept looking away from my microphone to read it. Um, so they established a secret society. Now, I didn't know this until learning, but um, secret societies are huge in Mardi Gras. Makes sense. They're called crews with a K. I had never heard that. Huh. I, don't, I don't know if you had either, but yeah, apparently no. they're big now. I. It's something to do with the masks and co- masks and costumes. The crews are like they, right. those are the costumes and masks. Makes sense. So, um, they created a secret society called the Bouf Gras Society, which means the fatted calf. All right, that's where the the rex or bull, you know, where they would carry the bull around. They did that in the United States for a while too. Now they celebrate it in Mobile by actually doing a paper mache and a float. And called Rex. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then New Orleans was established in 1718. So fast forward uh, 14 years. Okay. Then by the 1730s, Mardi Gras was openly celebrated in New Orleans, but not with parades because it wasn't until the 1740s where they actually established like elegant society balls. And that would become the model for the New Orleans Mardi Gras balls of today. Mm. So th- that's where that started. And then the earliest earliest reference to like the Mardi Gras Carnival like celebration um, is yeah. in 1781. Uh, a report back to a Spanish colonial governing body had a letter saying that they uh, they had like bunches of clubs and carnival organizations formed in uh, New Orleans. So. That's where we first hear yeah, about yeah. it. And then as time goes on and, you know, obviously the writing gets better and um, I don't, right. re- I don't remember exactly again, I'm not great with my history, but I don't remember when Louisiana became a part of the United States officially. Um, eventually. But, what's that? I said eventually. Yeah. Once, you know, it, it comes around, it, they come around At some point. Yeah. But the late 1830s, uh, that's when they started doing street processions and maskers, carriages and horseback riders and basically becoming what we know Mardi Gras today. Dazzling gaslight torches, flambeau is what they're called. Um, and the crew members 
uh they would they would do you know all the big things that you all the mystical stuff of of mardi gras and all that stuff yeah. uh and then apparently these crews are still like they're very old-fashioned like in 1856 uh a crew was formed that's still around until today Interesting. so uh yeah apparently they're they're super super um like the whole idea of it is very cool um and now it's all about just like music and parades and picnics and floats um and king cakes king cake king cakes i don't understand the concept of king cakes are you gonna tell me about them i'm gonna tell you about them according to the christian faith jesus first showed himself to the three wise men to uh i'm sorry showed himself to the three wise men and to the world on january 6th also known as the 12th night of the epiphany the word epiphany is from the greek to show this is the day mardi gras season hence king cake season begins i didn't know that either so so i guess january 6th is season begins kick it off i don't know why we yeah. haven't been celebrating for two months now a whole three months i know it so each king cake has a tiny baby inside yes it, it could be plastic i it says porcelain or gold i've never ever seen that maybe maybe Probably way back way in the back day when yeah. yeah but they're plastic i've had king cake before um i actually was in yeah, new orleans cake. the day before mardi gras started and that was when i was there oh, for work so it's not like i could oh, stay right. and hang out for mardi gras i was there for work on like a business trip and we flew out the day that mardi gras starts like I, I had to leave early from the hotel because they were closing off my street for a parade later in the day. Really? For, so for some reason, I thought that you guys went down there for Florian's bachelor party. For we did. We did. Not for Mardi Gras. We went down for right. St. Pat. For some reason, I had it stuck in my head. Oh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, we've gone. So both times that I went for fun were for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, very yeah. good time. <laughs> very good time. I think I've heard a few times that it's like, third on the list like it goes mardi gras halloween and then uh st yeah. patrick's day yeah. um halloween would be nuts down there oh my god it's amazing you were there for halloween when you went when yeah. you guys went hold on i want to yeah. get to that i want to talk about king cake i want to finish this king cake, thought. king cake all right so the king cake tradition is believed to have been brought over from france in the 1870s originally king cakes were just a simple ring of dough Oh, I'm sorry. I, f I forgot to finish like why they actually put a baby in there. They put a baby in there <laughs> uh, because a lucky person who receives the slice of cake with a baby has the next king cake party. So that's it. All right. That's the king cake. So what? Every time we have a party, which we don't very much anymore, nah. uh, we should do that where whoever gets the baby has to have the next party. I tried to get DeRosier to buy a king cake for the Super Bowl party because he brings a cake to every Super Bowl party. Okay. And I said, he asked what kind of cake I want. I said, I want a king cake. I want a king cake. And he looked and looked and looked and could never find it. Right. Next year. Next year. So it's supposedly, uh, supposedly brought up from France in the 1870s. Uh, originally, they were just a simple ring of dough with a small amount of decoration. After the rich dough is braided and baked on top, of the cake is covered with delicious sugar toppings uh, in the purple, green, yeah. and gold, um, which is purple is for justice, green is for faith, and gold is for power. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, this is interesting. but now they're all kinds of different cakes. I mean, you can get a, sh in, uh, in New Orleans, you can get a sheet cake. That's a, that's a king cake. And there's just a baby somewhere in the sheet cake. Somewhere in that cake. Somewhere in that cake. 
they have to put it in after it's baked, right? Oh yeah, there's no way because you can't bake the plastic yeah, in there, right? Plastic. Yeah. And then they just cover it up with extra frosting, right? Yeah. Oh. Gotta. Um. And king cakes are often served at New Orleans weddings as the groom's cakes. Interesting. That's, that's neat. Um. All right. So those are kind of the big things about New Orleans. Uh, mm. I'm not going to talk about the beads because I think people just kind of like, that's just kind of a thing. We'll Get just it. Look. Yeah, we'll just Get look, it. leave that one to the wind, you know? Yeah. Let the people, you know Perfect what? Fun. Let them wonder a little. Let them wonder a little. <laughs> Google it. Uh, Only if you're 18. And, and not at work. Don't Google it on your work computer. <laughs> Joe, I want to hear a little bit about your experience in uh, New Orleans for Halloween because that sounds like it would be amazing. Yeah, like I said, I think we should do a whole episode just on New Orleans one time because there's so much to do there. Um, yeah, so Halloween is their second biggest celebration. Uh, and it was absolutely amazing. Like, it's in it's in October, clearly. Um, so it's not too hot. That is right? nice. It's like perfect when you're outside the whole day. Um, just costumes everywhere. Like, balconies decorated to the nines. Like, it's like, oh, it's so good. The thought of just being downtown new orleans like just seeing people in costumes like drinking and running around and kayla and i are just like in awe of mm-hmm. all of it uh was so amazing it, it it was just spectacular it's a hell of a time it smells bad oh the city um, smells awful one thing you gotta know about new orleans don't go out before like noon because yeah. they spray down and i mean they literally come through with a truck every night and spray down the streets and just let the human whatever <laughs> run into the sewers and it smells awful whole city smells terrible it's all also yeah. under sea level and the sea smells bad like you should know that yeah. the sea does not smell good so like mix it all in it's not a that's not a great experience it's it's amazing there's so much i could talk about new orleans yeah, like me too. what my favorite things to do and like my favorite things about new orleans just a little teaser it's like in every block, there's a random alcoholic slushy shop that sells pizza slices. And gumbo. On jambalaya. It's Sorry, great. not gumbo. Jambalaya. They sell jambalaya. Like, go in the liquor slushy and a slice of pizza and go on your way. Our, our friend Florian, who I think is actually going to come on the podcast here uh, soon, but our friend Florian, when we went in college, Florian is a man who likes to eat. He's a man who likes yeah. to eat. He's just, that's, you know. He doesn't, he's not a big drinker, but he loves to eat. We would go into those shops for, for like a breather, go into a, like a bar or club, yeah. have a drink, step out, go into a shop for a breather. We probably went to six or seven throughout the night. He ate a, a couple of jambalaya at every single one. The man is, he's just a machine. He just, and loves jambalaya. Great. It's a great food. He just loves it. Uh, so many things about New Orleans. Um, yeah. So I'll wrap it up with this, Joe. Where do we get our ox to carry around the city? No, I live here in the village. That's true. There's cows. It's not an ox. I think a cow probably would pass, right? You can find that. Can't carry it. No. We have to practice. We got to practice our French probably too, huh? Yeah. Um. So before we wrap this bad boy up, that's the history of New Orleans or history of. Uh, it's the history Gras. of Mardi Gras. Have you heard of Marche du Nain Rouge? 
So I had not heard of March Dunan Rouge, right? March, not Marsh. 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 Is it is it French? Like is the the marching part French too? Yes. I okay. I got anyway. I hadn't heard of that until you brought it up, and I looked it up, and it seems like it's just a here kind of thing. It is. Uh, Detroit is heavily influenced by French, right? French like, and Indian, baby. All Michigan, French and Indian. Amazing. Uh, we're going to do an episode on, on the Marche du Nain Rouge because it's absolutely amazing, but it's Detroit's Mardi Gras. It is amazing. Are it they, is a hell of a time. Are they doing it this weekend? No, it's the 20th. Yes, March 20th. Sunday, so maybe, uh, maybe we'll wander to Detroit. Maybe, maybe I don't think I got plans. Maybe, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love that. Anyway, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Mardi Gras. What a time! What I, a time! I can't believe it's here already. I so I thought of this topic. I don't even know. I saw something. I thought of the topic. I was like, oh, we should talk about Mardi Gras. Like that's a fun topic. And then I looked in the calendar. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be coming up. Yeah, it's literally on Tuesday. So this Tuesday. It's great. I saw a TikTok. I think it was Motor City Distillery. I got Detroit Distillery. I got one of their bourbons actually sitting on my bar right next to me. Really? Got a bottle for Christmas. It was them making their Punchki Day uh, vodka. Mm. They just had like hundreds and hundreds of dozens of Punchkis that they mix in their vodka. Speaking of that, again, I think it's Sirotics. It's one of the Polish uh, liquor stores in Hamtramck. My mom sent it to me on Instagram. She goes, hey, do you think you could go pick up some Punchki vodka from this place for me? I was like, sounds pretty neat. I'll go look. I looked it up. They literally import it from Poland. It sells out in 20 minutes, and it's $100 oh, a bottle. Yeah, it's $100 wow. a bottle. It sells out in 20 minutes, and they import it from Poland. I was like, mom, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm not doing this for you. <laughs> Well, go to uh, Detroit Dis- Detroit City Distillery. I think that that's what it is. I should go look at Eastern Market. I should look at Valentine. Does it Valentine, which is a b- distillery in it my in my city, and it is it is a very very good distillery. I should see if they if they're doing one. Yeah. Mm. 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 Fat Tuesday. I love. I am so excited. Love me some Mardi Gras, Joe. Love me some Fat Tuesday. Love, love me it. some Mardi Gras. Go out and get your punchkis, people. Go get some punchkis, and if you don't have punchkis in your area, just get a jelly donut. Yeah, get like the four same of them thing. And just slap them together. Uh, it's actually, uh, if you don't have punchkis, go get four jelly donuts, slap them together, and send me a picture because I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. It's perfect. You got anything else for us? No, nah, I don't. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I uh, this was a fun one. I like talking about Mardi Gras. I could talk about New Orleans forever. Uh, We're gonna do it. Fun fact about New Orleans, I every city that I go to, I think, yeah, I could probably live here. Like, almost every city. I've never thought that about New Orleans. You would nope. never once, ever <laughs> once catch me living there. I would visit three times a year, four times a year. Yeah. I'll, to visit. Yeah, love it. There. Never live there. Um, Love talking about it. Love talking about Mardi Gras. Thank you guys so much for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed it just as much as we have. If you're not following, what are you doing? Go follow us on our social media. Go do it. Go do it. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us at Big Dad Energy Pod. I'm going to say it one more time at Big Dad Energy Pod. Go toss a follow, send us a message, do whatever it is. And you know what? Maybe, maybe rate and subscribe the podcast. Maybe just rate yeah, and subscribe. Yeah, that would be cool. If you be leave, cool if you leave great, great reviews on the podcast, even if you leave a bad review, I'm going to read it on the podcast. We have not gotten any reviews since I started laying this out. Go leave us a review. I'll start reading them on the podcast. Go do it. Yeah. It'd be cool as hell. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening. And if you want, shoot us an email, bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. That would be tight. Uh, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast.